That's right. It's time for another episode of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. Today, I sat down with Jason Nix, his first time coming and playing Stoney's Rockin' Country right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We talked about growing up in Mississippi, being a co-writer in Things a Man Ought to Know by Laney Wilson. We talked about the pandemic, his relationships with Ash McBride, Luke Combs, pets, man. Really heartfelt. Not listening to radio, but liking audiobooks. We talked about vinyl records, his new single, Money on You, being a brand new dad, his major skills in social media. That's sarcastic. You know what? Let's get to know Jason Nix. Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes today. Sitting down with Jason Nix. First time playing Stoney's Rockin' Country. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Hell yes. I'm not going to say that I chased you for a little while, but I chased you for a little while. I wish I would have known. I would have been here sooner. And that's all right, man. Everything happens for a reason and the right timing. You know, COVID hit, and then what happened? Nobody played music. Right. So it, it got weird. Things got a little bit weird. That, I would say that things got more than just a little bit yeah. weird, dude. Yeah. How did COVID hit you? Like, and then we're going to get away from all that shit. But what, what was like the one thing you took from COVID that was like, what you would say that the best thing that you got out of it? Oh, man. Uh, there was so much more good that came out of COVID personally for me for the most part then um then there was bad i mean i uh i got to write a lot more um and so i really feel like i I developed a part like that that side of my craft i I had the opportunity to do that because i was forced to stay home so you know through things like zoom which i was totally against at first um got to write with people from all over the world and you know didn't have to travel that was really nice to be honest right um and but you mean tra- think, travel? You mean traveling to write? Just to write, right. yeah. So, and up until this point in my career, really, we it was COVID hit in a way that we had just put out music right before COVID became like the the big thing, and and so I wasn't able to tour that. So right. since that part of my career was gone, I'm trying to think. My you know my wheels are spinning. Well, what in the world am I going to do to keep going? And you know that that's. That's what I did. I wrote a lot, man. Right. I wrote a lot and recorded a lot and just demos and stuff around the house and and landed on some some really great tunes that we're recording now for a new for a new record. But yeah, we we put out the the stuff at the very beginning of COVID and couldn't tour it, which was interesting. So tonight I'll actually be the second time I'm getting to play the songs that I put out. Exciting, ago, which is crazy. <coughs> but it was it was man family time to be honest. Right? Do you have kids? Yeah, one. Yeah. How old? I do. Four months. Four. Oh, sh- brand new kid. Yeah, man. You had a COVID baby. Still smells like the womb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the only thing I didn't get was like another dog. and Right. Yeah, I got everything else. We got a dog just before that. I lost my, my pup a few years ago. I had I'm him sorry, for man. 12 years. I always say, man, like, I've lost family members. It's hard. But when you lose your dog, it's, dude, it's worse. Yeah. I it's couldn't worse, even like man. pick my dog up. Couldn't. I mean, he was a big boy, but I had to call my friends to come help me. It was it yeah. was tough, man. I get. Yeah, we actually, I, I got a phone call yesterday, which made it super hard. But we're having problems with my my puppy. He's he's a hundred pounds and and ten years old and uh, what kind? Boxer. Oh. But he's man. He's been with me through it all. Right. And, and yeah, it's it's you know it wasn't looking too great. So I've been on the phone with the vet, a couple different vets. From anyway. Debbie Downer. Anyway, I'm here. We're going to have a great time. Dude, it's... But we're, I'm going through it. I agree with you 100%, man. It's like a, a dog anyway, and I'm a dog person. Some people might say this about their cats. I don't know. I, I don't know if we'd be friends anyway. So I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I, nothing, nothing in this, on this planet can love you like a dog loves you. Unconditional. Uh, dude, truly unconditional. Right. Imagine if women were like that. Hmm. <laughs> 
We'll leave that one alone. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the mic's breaking up. <laughs> um, I read. So, were you born in Nashville? Yeah, I was born in Nashville. And then you moved. I, I did. So I lived. I only lived in Nashville till I was like five. And because my my dad was a bluegrass player, he played in a, in a bluegrass band in uh, Nashville, and um, you know I think I kind of ruined his. I think I crushed his dreams. Why? Because he wanted you to be like it's expensive, man. You know, oh. kids are expensive, and and got you. Uh, bluegrass doesn't pay much, right? And um, so yeah, we he took one for the team and moved us all back to Mississippi, closer to his family. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like to say that I did all my hard learning and. Mississippi, and then right, yeah, and then at what age did you move back to Nashville? Uh, I got eighteen. Yeah, Eight, and that was because right you wanted graduation. You wanted to be a country singer, or you just knew that was where to go. Or man, you know what's crazy? Uh, I, I don't. wanted to be a singer. No, but let me tell you what's crazy. So, and right after I moved back to Nashville, I started working for like it was like a, a it was like a pop punk thing. I don't know what I was doing, man. It was like learning. To be, to be completely honest, I didn't really know who I was. I wasn't comfortable with who I was until I was about twenty-seven. Okay, and it's I'm a, a redneck. Okay, pretty much like a redneck. It's I am actually. So I'm just gonna say it. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm uncomfortable with it now. <laughs> um, I, it's it's strange, man. That's what I am. And so I was like, you know, what? it just didn't make sense. And the, the songs that I write are all country because that's that's. Switch That's up. me, yeah, right. and it didn't work out, thank goodness. Because if you had heard any of those tracks, you would have been like, you wouldn't have believed it. One, because it, you know, I was trying to do something that just doesn't wasn't meant to happen. Right. Man. I think it's kind of funny when you go back to. I talked to this with some other folks that have gone a little bit further in their career, and, and they get to a point where they're like, they'll erase all their old stuff, and I'll be like, why would you ever do that? Let people know where you came from. I That's know an, it's out there. That's an important piece of the puzzle, though. I mean, I it, think so too, man. It's like saying that a girl you used to date didn't get to where you get you to where you are to, today, and the things you want, and the it's things a, you it's have. All part of it, yeah. yeah. It, everything, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. It's all part of the story. Right. It's the reason I don't cover up bad tattoos. <laughs> I have zero <laughs> tattoos, so I, I don't have that problem. There are days I wish I did. Yeah. I had the same same number that you have. Yeah. Well, we all were born that, that way, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, with none. Yeah. <laughs> so you moved to Nashville and you start doing some alternative pop punk yeah, kind of man, stuff, and then. Um, Wait, like the had a label involved in everything, and it, it totally flopped. Had music recorded, and it flopped. And um, I was bummed about it for a very short time. And um, I went to college there, and uh, in Nashville. Yeah. I Where did, did you go? I went. I was at Belmont. Okay. And um, so one of my, I mean, on the floor that I was in, down the hall was a few doors down the hall was Ryan Hurd, and then uh, me and a guy named Tyler Herbert were really good friends in college. Right. Florida Georgia Line, if any of you guys aren't familiar. But, Don't know who that guy is. Yeah, I know, right, man. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's kind of crazy now looking back at, at just how, I mean, it was a tiny, tiny school then, but there was so much talent and as, as far as, like, writers and stuff go. Right. And uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I still wish that I hadn't gone because I would have saved myself a lot of money. Yeah, but <laughs> I think you look at stuff like that. You you got to take something out of that. It takes money to make money. I always say that. that yeah, it's I, part I of the process. I agree with that. I, shortly after the the Belmont, well, right after Belmont, I got married and quickly divorced, but there was I think I did more I did more learning on Broadway. All that to say after I graduated, I really dove into like 
playing downtown on Broadway and really getting my chops up and, right. you know, doing four to eight hours a day down there and, and um, really becoming a better guitar player and accidentally landed myself a career as a guitar player, which turned into, I, I played guitar for Kanan Smith and Chase Rice for a little bit and a, a few other acts. And we did the Sugarland tour in 2012, which I think is the last time I was in Vegas, to be honest. Okay. It's been that long ago. So it, it all happened by accident, complete accident. Um, but yeah, I did that. I did that for a while, yeah, longer you, than I wanted to. Look at the experience you gained. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at that side of it. I've got, you know, Tom Yankton. I don't. So he was a harmonica player for, I believe, Rascal Flatts, and went out on the road and on tour with him yeah. a lot. And now he's doing his own thing. But it's priceless. I mean, you get to go out and not at your own expense, and learn. Right. No, I love that part of it. Yeah. It's the school part that I think maybe well. I'm done with that. Maybe <laughs> the kids don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. School. It's yeah. bad. School's bad. No, it's great. Just don't go and study music like I did. That's dumb. Yeah, you know what's funny? I went to college for architecture, and I went to college a long time ago. And uh, they were still, when I first got in there, they were still using drafting tables. Yeah. AutoCAD wasn't a thing. And then, like, I'm maybe a year and a half in, and they introduced us to AutoCAD, and I hated computers. Hated them. And here I am today. I live on them. Marketing. I know. And i just like, what the? Weird. Totally weird. So you start writing. I was reading about things a man ought to know. Great tune, by the way. Thank you, man. And that was your idea to start with? Yeah, I wanted to write that song about my grandfather. I have it in my phone. I've got pages of ideas either on paper, and I've got a bunch on my phone. And usually what happens, I mean, that day it was me and Laney and Jonathan Singleton, but we'll come in and say hey and, you know, shoot the bull for a little bit. And uh, But I was... I'm sitting there scrolling through ideas, trying to find something, because we were specifically writing for Laney that day. Right. And um, I saw it and rolled on past it and then thought thought about it. And then all I had was the title, Things a Man Ought to Know. You know? Right. And I wanted it to be about, you know, how, you know, he, he taught me all those things. And he sure. did. But when I thought about what what does it mean if, if she sings it, and, it you know, it clicked. Right. I, I'm, you know, really happy that everybody agreed to write that title that day. So. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, but that song wouldn't be what it is without Laney or Jonathan, man. And so it was. It's that was a real, that was a cool day. It was a cool day. It was a. It was fun too, and pretty quick, which doesn't always happen. And when you hear that come out on the radio and you listen to it, I mean, what's that feeling? I still haven't heard it on the radio. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't listen to a well, lot of radio. So when you listen to it on Spotify or whatever as a streaming I hear, thing, yeah. I mean, and you listen it's to cool, it, too. man. It's cool. It's cool to hear her sing it and bring life to it and um jay joyce who produced it did a did a really jam up job with it. he did great and um did you guys demo it out that day so you walked out of there with a with a no i've got a work tape that we did on the phone how fun is that if i have it i want to see if i can find it and send it to you um but yeah that's all we did with that song and you know it's yeah here it is september 18th 2018 I mean, that's awesome. That's crazy. So that's the that's literally two minutes after we wrote the last word to the song, right? So it's 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 nuts, man. It really is nuts. And this is my first. It's not my first cut, but it is my first number one. And I, obviously, well, I'm just super thankful and and couldn't be happier that it was with her. Yeah, you know, because we we grew up. Not too far from each other. Didn't know each other until I started working at um, writing for Sony ATV at the time, and she is there still. And 
we met there and became fast friends. You know, it's yeah. like she she's we speak the same language. If that means anything, it means and, everything, man. And um, yeah. So I'm I'm just glad I'm glad it was with her and Jonathan. Yeah, I, he I he her. writes a lot. Yeah, he's been in town for a while, <laughs> and um, and he's a great writer, and he's a great he's good at. He and his brother both are really great at a lot of things. Right. His brother's one of the best harmonica players I've ever heard in my life. And, yeah, that whole family's ridiculously talented. I don't know them. I know that name, though. I hear that name a lot. I Jonathan. read about that. Yeah. I read about him. He's got oh, his yeah. hands in a lot of songs, which yeah, is kind of cool. He, he doesn't do bad. Um, I watched a video online with you and Luke Combs at Whiskey Jam. Yeah, with Whiskey Jam, yeah. So how did what was, was he playing? Were you playing and he popped up? How did that whole thing no, well, or did you used to play with them? Or he is part of a company called Fifty Egg, and at the time, I was I was about to uh, my deal with Sony was about to come up, and I was looking to get into another publishing deal. Right, and um, so Luke has like part ownership in in Fifty Egg, or they own part of his publishing, something like that. And so we, this was before I went on tour with Luke, but we didn't really know each other and we're not like best buds or anything by any means i mean sure. we know each other but it was through that jonathan he works with jonathan singleton a lot and so that that specific uh whiskey jam was was we all shared the same band and i just happened to be up there it's kind of playing cool. and, and yeah and luke was uh, cool enough to come up and let me stay on stage and and play me him and ray it was it was fun it was ray. a lot of fun man fulcher fulcher that's my boy Man, he's such. He is probably one of Nashville's nicest guys. So he good. he came here, and I think the first time he was here, we just clicked, got along pretty cool, nice guy. And then he had a song that he released, and he posted online that all the money he raised from it, he was gonna buy his sister this bike that she wanted. So Chris and I, the guy that owns the place, we I showed him, I showed Chris the the post, and so I wrote Ray, and I'm like, Ray, this is gonna sound really creepy, really creepy, <laughs> but what's your sister's address? <laughs> I said it's not gonna be bad, dude. I promise it's not gonna be bad. We just we want to do something, and so we yeah. bought the, we we bought her the bike. We I had love it, that, man. we had it shipped here, and we put Country F Radio Stony stickers on it, and we put it back it. in the box, and then we sent it to the house. Dude, that's Ray, man. That's Ray. One of the last times I wrote with Ray, he's always given something to somebody, and I love it. And he's had some success, and okay, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and but it's the coolest thing is you know I didn't know Ray really well before. His success, but to watch him literally give the stuff away is cool. I mean, I, the last ride I had with him, he was he got a, a new bass boat delivered to his dad or something. Right, he's just like the coolest dude, man. You know, he's he was just here not too long ago. He played a private event here, and uh, about three four weeks prior to that, he was on a radio tour for Girl in It. Yeah, and he was going to all the stations wearing a Stony shirt, which I, I love absolutely it. love. Like <laughs> I he's love that, he man. sends me a text. With a picture of it, he goes, "This is what I'm rocking." I love it. And I was, and he go, and so when he goes to the radio station, the radio station sends me p- pictures of it, and they're like, "Dude, can you believe this guy's wearing this?" And I, I just want to send him the picture and be like, "Yeah, he told me he's gonna wear it." But loyal, that's rat, dude. He's just a good dude, and no, he's a great dude. You know, we we uh, we pride ourselves on 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 being first with a lot of things. And Luke played here, and he opened for Corey Smith. I'll tell you how yeah, long ago that was. No, I know Corey Smith. <laughs> I've opened for Corey Smith. I've I'll, been in the game a long time. Long time. Yeah. But it was it was kind of fun. And then I, I look at stuff like other artists that have come through here. Um, just about anyone you can think of that's yeah. that's been on their way up has played here. And, and we take pride in that, just being and giving you guys a, a platform and a, and a stage and a, and a yeah. environment and something that's, that's healthy and comfortable and, and fun. And when you come back again, it's kind of like... 
oh yeah, I get to go back to Stoney's. Well, can't wait till we get back there. That's what we want to well, deliver to you. you ha- yes, mission accomplished, man. Mission. And you haven't. I even don't want to speak for. And I haven't played. But it, the hardest part of the entire gig for me as an artist, and maybe for everybody else, is everything leading up to it. Right. You hit. You know, when we press press play or go. You know, when we hit go, then that's when the fun starts. And yeah. then. From there, it's just everything is cool. We're we're sailing, hopefully, right? right. Most of the time, but it, anyway, even if something awful were to happen, at that point you can't do anything about it. Sure. So it's just like, oh, let's let's go. We're gonna have a good time doing it. it but is, yeah, it, and so the hardest part of my job is already over, and I can good. comfortably say it's great, man. Beautiful. So, thanks for making it easy. I love that. What do you do after you leave here? After your show here, do you got some more shows lined up for the rest of the year? I go or? Home. Well, we're working on it, and but instead, I'm I'm gonna be recording a new record. Yep. So how many um, tunes? When you say record or EP? Well, it'll be it'll be an EP. We're doing three at a time, and then at the end of everything, we'll put everything together and release with a couple little extra right. things. Streaming, or do you actually do a physical? Probably just streaming. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't figured that out, man. I was having this conversation the other day, but it's like close to impossible to find cars that have CD players right. anymore. Absolutely. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, do vinyl or whatever. We'll, we'll see, man. Probably mostly streaming. I love the vinyl stuff. I do, too. I mean, it just the crackle. I just... It's the, different, man. Crackle, man. It's I just different. love that. Yeah, it is. And it's to me, it's clean. I've got this record player at home that's kind of cool. It doesn't sit down. It sits up like this. Oh, that's awesome. And so half of it's art, you know, but yeah. the other side of it, it sounds amazing. I run it through the system. We listen to it on the weekends. That's about the only time. But if somebody new comes out with a new album, I'll play it. I'll listen to it. I just, I'm a fan of music. So that's yeah. kind of, that's that's the fun of it for that, me. That's the beauty of um, a record player, for me anyway, is you have to sit down. And yeah. You have to. You have to listen. You know? When it's only like four songs, and you got to flip it, or you got nothing. Exactly. And yeah, that's super fun. So I, you get exercise too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the gym today. What do you mean? I listened to two albums. Yeah, two albums. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. On your off time, like, what's your favorite thing to do? do you like to fish, hunt. Uh, no, I don't. I Video don't do games. Any of those. No, I don't do that. We. Wait, I, you're a redneck that doesn't fish or hunt. Man, hot rodding. We love hot rodding. cars, man. Uh, we grew up around cars, so we do a lot of that. Um, American cars, German cars, American, everything. I don't know anything about German cars. To be, it's like uh, Chevy stuff. A lot of right. Chevy stuff. So small block, big block. We got a, uh, a lot of that and a couple, you know, LS engines around the house. But we'll stick them in whatever. Right. <laughs> I've at got some so point. many pieces of crap laying around the house. What you do with those, I do with Volkswagens. Man, okay. So we we messed with Volkswagens for a while, but it was my dad had uh, had built a, a chopper right. with a Volkswagen engine did the baddest wheelie you've ever seen so i had like you know we had uh the wheels on the back were like you know 15 10 by 15s they were like with Krager super sports and he just would it had long like banana uh or the the fork was super long and stretched out it was a lot of fun so we never had like a a beetle or a van but i do i want a van i'm dude crazy about the van the bus so i just i i have a i've had a 68 square back I've had a 63 ragtop, and I just had a 71 that I bought and flipped. Um, someone was hurting, and the thing was so clean. Like, I don't know. I probably should have kept it, but whatever. I yeah, made some money on it. And I buy um, all-wheel drive VR6 Volkswagens are my favorite. And they're just know. so much fun to drive. It's an all-wheel drive, dude. It's yeah, just, and it's, mean, it's a little shoe that just goes fast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I lo- none of mine. Uh, well, mine are fast now. One of them is anyway, but the rest of them aren't light enough to to really put money. I mean, you really have to dump money into some of these right. hogs to make Absolutely. them go fast. Some of the older stuff, anyway. But I want yeah. a C10. It's it's at some point. I just think that they're nice old trucks, and I love. I mean, I got a '64. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. They're just fun. 
I was showing my girl one the other night, and I'm like, I think I might sell the Volkswagen and go towards something like this. It's fun. They're easy to work on, I will say. Well, you got enough room. Yeah, plenty of room, and a lot easier to find parts for than a Volkswagen, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, in, 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 in light of that conversation, I went to to buy the little plastic pieces for the front of this one I have in my garage right now. I got two of them in Canada, one here, and I had to get one from Germany. Yeah, and I just sat right. back and waited. That's literally what it yep. was. Can't go to the auto parts store and get shit for them. Yep. That's for sure. Money on you. Okay. Where'd it come from? Uh, I just, okay. It was a title I had in my phone. Had had um, no real direction for it. This story is not romantic at all, dude. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I was driving in. So, like, the music, when I do listen to music, I like old stuff. And that day I was listening to Almond Brothers. Okay. Right? Yeah. And that's what it that's what it was. I, I went in and I was writing that with Lindsey Rhymes and Brett Beavers. And Brett produced a lot of the early Dirk stuff and he's really great and played bass for Martina McBride. I mean, great, great guy. And I was like, Brett, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about, man. I was like, I just I want something that feels like this, you know. <clears throat> right? Yep. It's just classic and old school. My my goal then and still is a lot of times now is I want something that's gonna make me want to drive. Something I want to like listen to when I'm driving because I love talking about cars, man. Like that's like that's my little that's my spot, man. To listen to music? No, just to drive. Just I don't to have drive. a radio in my car. Don't have radio. Yeah. So, I, but the goal is if I were driving, would I want to listen to this? I'm talking right. about in my Chevelle. I don't have a radio. I do have in my other in my it's, daily, and I do. Listen dude, to that it. is so fair to say because. There's a song by a band called Atreyu, and it's called When Two or One. And I call it the blueprint for music for me because my Volkswagen's quick, corners. Yeah. So the idea for me of a song is taking a drive. I use this analogy yeah. all the time that I'm going to get in the car and the, car, and the, and the song starts. And then I'm getting into this area where it goes like this, and, dude, your adrenaline yeah. goes. And yeah. then at the end of the song, it, you come out of the hill, and then you just kind of, like, cruise it's, on that's out. That's it, man. And, you know, the, it all ties together for me. I mean, I really started to... Really, I mean, I fell in love with music before, but there, it, it, there's something different about when you are, you know, 15 or 16 and you're driving by yourself, the freedom, right? I get to listen to what I want. Yeah. I get to go where I want. And that whole thing changed music for me, honestly, sure. getting my license. So to me, it's, it's all one. I love them both, but I really love them when they're together. Who's your favorite right like right now currently to listen to when when you drive? What's what's something that like is your go-to? You get in your car and you're like, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to listen to this. The last thing I'm really in audiobooks, dude. This is the most boring interview you've ever had. Let me look at the last thing I listen to right now on Spotify. <laughs> audiobooks. I do I love Where do you get those from? Man. Where do you get them from? Do you just like have audiobooks, an account at yeah. I had an account at Audible that I just okay. canceled. Cuz I, I, I yeah. Whatever. Uh, you know, I, I ran across a couple of ones. I was like, this is a waste of my money. I don't know if I can swear on here. So you I'm can. Just... You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. I, okay, perfect. I Last thing I listened to was actually some fucking Yacht Rock. So okay. There's a playlist called Yacht Rock. I thought it was hilarious because of the name. I'm like, what kind of goober listens to this? And realized that I loved almost every song. On right. It, and I knew most all of them. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I love Yacht Rock. There's there's um, cover bands here that play nothing but Yacht Rock. I love Yacht it. Rock. I yes. was like, why are they calling this Yacht Rock? They couldn't come up with a better name for this stuff. This is great music, right? Right. Um, no, so I listen to, I mean, I do, I listen to that. Man, I, I, right now I'm into, um, I don't know, man. It's so cliche to say Motown. Sure. But I do like a lot of that stuff. I haven't heard that one in a while, man. 
I, I mean, I, I like I don't like all of it. I'm not right. gonna lie to you, but I like some of it. Sure. I love Stevie Wonder. I think he's you know brilliant. Um, dude, I listen to Michael Jackson every now and then. God, well, just because he's incredible. You just want to go back and listen to. I mean, it was nice. Halloween was just here, and we played Thriller on the floor, and the, everyone danced to it. So I mean, That's what, incredible. What more could you ask for? You really can't. Other than that, man, just old like maybe Southern rock stuff, like 38 Special. I listened. I was listening to their record the other day, but if there if there's something new that comes out, I'll you know I'll I'll listen to it right you know, it, for country just so I'm not a total dumbass as to what's happening around. I think you got to pay attention to what's around, but the, at the end of the day, my girlfriend's younger than me uh, by a few years. Good for and, you. And uh, <laughs> good for you. And uh, it's weird because I'll play some older stuff, and she's like, "I've never heard that before," and I'm oh, just like, "Jesus Christ, man!" But yeah. then I realize that I'm old and. But I mean, I'll still listen to, them to Fleetwood Mac and Rumors because I like it. I'll oh, listen to Steve. A great album, dude. Not a bad song on it. Steve Miller Band, all day long. Like, I, that's... Yes. You I can't know. go wrong with it. So, really speak of stuff like that. So, I have this 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 horrible problem with the new stuff that people shove. I listen to everything. I don't hate pop country. I, I, I don't... I don't... I, I like it. I like everything. I like the whole country genre there's not too much from the southern stuff like the jeb gibsons of the world that are coming up to the cody jinks and to get into cody johnson and into the cadillac three and then you go to the other side of stuff and you can listen to the michael rays of the world and you can get into the jordan davises and but i listen to everything and i absolutely love it but my problem with a lot of stuff these days is that they force this this country stuff and the, the the music on people and it's it's a bummer to me because i always go back to you will never get sick of listening to rumors ever. No, you, you won't. It's timeless. You won't. It is timeless. It's, it's but, timeless because I I think it it was ti- it's timeless because it was so original. Right, and that's why I think I go into today the the stuff that's forced into country radio. I say this all the time. I don't care if you talk about it or not. But for me, it's like I don't. I have a problem with it because they play the same shit over and over and over again. It's it, the same song a lot yeah. of times. Um, but uh, where's where's the longevity come in country music? Like, where does that long-lasting song come from? Because you'll take every number one song from last year, and there's probably 10 to 15 of them that you'll, that in 10 years ago, damn, that song's still pretty cool. But the rest of them, you sit back and go, man, what happened? What happened? Man, I I don't know for sure. I, I would love to say that I think longevity comes in when you come across a true artist who isn't afraid to hang their sack out and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. If you don't like it, then you don't have to listen. That's sure. fine. But this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I can tell you that when I listen to money on you, it puts a smile on my face because that beat, the first thing I think of is everyone here dancing on the dance floor because it just makes man. you want to get up and move. It's thank not some, thank you, man. doesn't make you want to sit. No, that's for sure. I, well, not me either. <laughs> but that, it comes from the, the music that I love the most right at least at this time in my life you know who knows what i'm gonna like tomorrow but sure but uh, i will always like that stuff because to me that's it's classic and timeless but that's a compliment to me man so thank you i appreciate that i have some friends in town from montana you met stephanie and um she was my best friend in high school That's awesome. and she was trouble okay back then and hopefully she's not trouble today (laughs) she's maybe she's grown up a little bit but on the way here, her daughter listens to TikTok a lot, and she was like, mm-hmm. we were sharing music back and forth with stuff, and doesn't know artist names, but she knows songs, that sort of thing. Do you use TikTok? Uh, yes, I have an account. Do I know how to use it? <laughs> Not well. If your four-month-old was 13, <laughs> you would be a master. I would be a master. I'm not going to wish that my kid turns 13 ever. Boy or girl? I think he just skips the whole teenage thing. Boy. Boy. Well, you're all right. 
yeah. It's only one dick you gotta worry about. It. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do have one. I'm not the greatest at anything social media, man. Right. I'm I'm so bad. But and like today I was thinking, oh man, I, yeah, I've got to do this, gotta do this, gotta do this. And I sit down, I'm like, oh, I forgot to take a picture of the sign out front. I'm like, I, there's so many things, you know, that I see my friends doing that. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this stuff right now. There's a blueprint for it out there. You just watch the other musicians sort yeah. of thing. It's kind of funny. I got I, I got a TikTok probably two years ago. Never never, never touched it. Just yeah, out there. Yeah. I have a 13-year-old girl at home that um, kind of was like showing me how to get it and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to use this for? And I got lucky because my, my handle's called Toad Talk. T-O-A-D-T-O-K. That's good. I think I've got more people that have sent me messages asking me for my name than... That's a good, that's a good name. Yeah. But Sorry, buddy. You got in too late. Yeah. yeah. But my idea was it to give people um, a back-end view of what music is because... I love that. The idea of it... And I haven't really utilized it as much as I would like to, um, but the idea behind it is just to show people that you guys just don't show up and stand on a stage, play the music, and go get on an airplane and go somewhere else. I usually add little things to that because it's Vegas, hookers and blow, and then you leave. But, right, 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 yeah. But that's literally... The other people don't have any idea of, of your struggles of getting to the show and advancing the show and yeah. making sure everything's okay. And yeah, we pride ourselves on it, but we know the, the stories of the other places where you go and the sound guy shows up 20 minutes later than you're there and right. like and all that kind of stuff. It can be tough. I mean, you never know what you're getting. And on top of that, you have to you know deal with... Life at home doesn't stop. Right. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, the past two days have been, you know, like I said, you know, dealing with, you know, vets and... right. And you know, family, and who's going to take care of this, and when you're getting in, and all this. Yeah, it's it's never never a dull moment, man. Yeah, never. That's dull. called that's called growing up, though, right? Yeah, I think it's such is life. I, you know, it's like definitely not complaining about it. I think it's just the universal thing. We all have uh, shit that is building up. We just have to learn to keep up with it, I guess. What are, what are your goals for 2022? Putting out the album? Do you want to tour more, write more, get this album out and just shove it down people's faces in an awesome way? Like, I w so we're gonna, we are going to, new music will be ready. It won't be the full album, but we will have at least three, possibly four songs um, out in the early part of the year. And then uh, we've been talking about touring with um, my booking agent. Um, and they do great. So maybe we're, we're trying to. Um, I talked. I write a lot with Ashley McBride. Yep. And talked to Ashley a bit about going out with her. Possibly that, that wouldn't suck. No, she's great, man. She played here. She's real. She's she so sat good, right man. where you're sitting. She's so good. She's a great. She's an incredible writer. Yeah. And a great artist. She's just a. Um, she's a good person, man. She is. She is. And it, there, I would. Yeah. I. I hope that. So I've got my fingers crossed that, that works out. But we're gonna do a bunch of a bunch of shows after the music is done. And once the music is finished and we start releasing stuff, then it's it's go back time. on it. Yeah. Right. It's go time. Awesome. Full throttle, man. So, um, but yeah, not really a whole lot until we get that finished. I mean, it's pretty much all consuming. Once I get back home, I, I go right back in. Studio. Uh, Monday. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's good. Working on I'm glad you took the time to come to Vegas and play Stonies, dude. Man, I was I was honestly stoked to do it. I yeah. was so excited. It's been so long since I've played. I mean, you could have told me that you had a gig, you know, in uh, Venezuela or something, and I probably would have. Drove down? On a bicycle. Yeah. Volkswagen. But oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone will steal your bike. They might not steal the Volkswagen. True. Yeah. True. In Venezuela. <laughs> I Dude, don't know. Tell people how to find you online. Uh, everywhere you can find me online. It's at Jason Nix Music. So it's uh, J A S O N N I X. That's the tricky part. And then music. 
Yeah. So uh, those are all my handles, and you can um, people can actually see firsthand how awful I am at social media. You'll get better at it, dude. I promise. I don't know if I want to, but I'm there. I'm awful. I'm there. And you can laugh at my misery. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for the time. <laughs> no, thank you, man. Yeah, my money's on you. Yeah, I got.